All right, how's it going, everyone? Thank you for joining me on a new episode of the Music Revere podcast. My name's Josh, and uh, of course, once again, new album review today. Uh, thanks for joining once again. Today we have episode 55 of the Music Revere pod. Uh, today's artist is going to be Brock Hampton. New album uh, titled Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine. And uh, this was released on April 9th, so... It's already been uh, out for almost a month. We got to it. I know it took longer than I was hoping, but we're here. Um, and yeah, this is uh, the super group, boy band, whatever you want to call them, rap outfit, collaborative uh, group, Brockhampton from Texas. And I'm just going to be giving you some thoughts on the album. But just before we get started, I just want to let everyone know New episode of the album review series uh, released about a week ago with uh, Small Black's latest album, Cheap Dreams, the synth wave, synth pop, dream pop outfit, Small Black, that had some more prevalence in like the mid-2010s, early 2010s, uh, but they're still holding strong. They came out with a new album after a brief hiatus, or not a brief hiatus, actually a long hiatus, but uh, yeah, I thought that album was good um, overall, uh, favorable, so if you have not listened to that album i recommend it and also i recommend listening to the review too um i have a few thoughts on that and then also last week's best and worst track of the week for the week of april 24th on that episode i covered the mini album bomb from the taylor swift remake of fearless on that episode i covered the mini album bomb that came in to the billboard hot 100 uh for the remake of uh fearless taylor's version a few tra- a few tracks few tracks from that uh, album hit uh, the episode, but also some stuff from 21 Pilots, Kevin Gates, Doja Cat, says Apollo G. And um, also be expecting a new episode of Best Norse Track of the Week that will be releasing very shortly after this new album review. But uh, yeah, that's uh, about it. Let's go ahead and get into the gist of this review. All right, so like I said earlier, album reviews over Roadrunner, New Lightning Machine. I believe this is the second part of their second trilogy uh, from the group Brockhampton. And just so that we can get a little bit of a introduction, if you're maybe not familiar with Brockhampton, or if, you know, you were just wondering a bit more about the group, they're an American hip-hop supergroup that was formed originally in San Marcos, Texas. Their formation was originally back in 2010 as well with a former, now discontinued name, Alive Since Forever. In 2014, the name Brockhampton was established for the band, and the band is informally led by rapper Kevin Abstract, but the group was also partially formed by some members meeting each other in like this Kanye West forum um, early on when the group was forming. But uh, what's interesting about Brockhampton is that uh, they're a big band that features... Many talents. Some people are vocalists. Some of them are rappers. Some of them are just producers. Uh, but even some members do things like uh, graphic design, photography, and even web design for the band. So it's much so a collective um, of people that are just talented. And Brockhampton released the first EP back in 2016, but it wasn't really until 2017 uh, that I remember the band really catching a lot of people's attention. Uh, when their debut, Saturation, came out. An album that I remember getting into after seeing critical acclaim from various critics and media outlets. I dug the group's ability to clearly execute their own brand of rap. They demonstrated technical chops, good taste, and how to bring it all together, with various members being on each track. 
The production and instrumentals were also pretty interesting to me uh, on that debut. The group stood out in comparison uh, to the like the booming trap scene at the time. So I'd say the antith- antithesis of Brockhampton at the time was maybe Migo. And then later uh, that year, the group went on to drop Saturation Part 2 and 3. Um, all three albums uh, in as the trilogy were met with a lot of critical acclaim. And the group has since exploded in popularity and has a youthful cult following behind them to this day. And um, it's been a couple years since they last released a project with the Ginger in 2019. Now we're in 2021, although somewhat early on in the year, they've come out with a new album and it's... It's been a rough few years from the very little I know. Some members have left and departed, not on such good terms. Um, that's a different story for another day. And from what I've taken from uh, the reception of Ginger, that proje- this project is not as highly regarded as, let's say, Iridescence, the album prior, or the first three albums from the group. And honestly, I've kind of slept on this group since their big um boom in 2017 and 18 um i was kind of high on them but uh for some reason maybe i got some fatigue i was listening to other artists over the years whatever happened i didn't really care much for the release of ginger um honestly i i probably didn't really even listen to much of iridescence i know i listened to some of it but i honestly can't really recall much of it on the spot uh but just to kind of get a sense of where the group's at. I went back to Ginger, uh, and what I found is really a pretty decent album, even though there is some obvious criticism towards it. And understandably, I can see uh, how it's maybe controversial. The album is not as abrasive as the first three saturation in terms of like the rapping that's thrown on this. This is very much more so an R&B type of project, uh, that features a more sensitive side to the group, but there's still some highlights to it. The opening track, No Halo, has a verse that sounds awfully derivative of Kid Cudi, especially in the second verse. Uh, Boy Bye features some of the best features of the band, some aggressive and technical flows, candid lyricism, uh, also colorful, interesting instrumentals with the dry guitar texture structuring the track. Heaven Belongs to You opens up with like a Kendrick Lamar-like verse from Slow Thigh, uh, Slow Thigh, however you say him. Uh, I had to really look up who that was, it, and it ended up being Slow Thigh, so nice feature on that. But I found that track to be a bit brief as well. But honestly, in the context of the album, it was probably one of the better tracks. Dearly Departed is a spacey R&B cut that really brings a new light to the group for me with the ambitious vocals on the track. I've Been Born Again features some southern rap aesthetics at points in the track that I really appreciate from Joba. Uh, It's not bad. Victor Roberts is an emotional and poetic track that's exposed with mainly just some piano accompaniment and ambient electronic elements. I dug the well-executed performance from Victor Roberts in this, uh, with him being able to tell a troubling story with shifting flows and technicality without it taking too much away from that story he's telling. And overall, yeah, it's not a bad album. I know I kind of contradicted myself saying that this album in general is a bit more sensitive. And I quoted a bunch of uh, highlights that I said there's like aggressive uh, technical flows and like some southern rap thrown in, which isn't a very sensitive style. But that, those are just highlights that I found to be good. What I'm really trying to say is I think Brockhampton is good when they're really just sticking to that sort of bread and butter that they're good at. 
but uh, this album as a whole, I think, just touched on different sides of like the hip hop R and B spectrum, um, and executed it well at times. So, what did we find going into this new album, Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine? Well, they're certainly sticking to uh, certain elements that make the group quite good, like the opening track here, Buzz Cut, featured Danny Brown. Uh, but I found maybe a couple or a few of these tracks um, really lacked maybe some sort of backbone or spine to them um, as to like maybe why they're on this album. I just didn't really get it. And I'll get into some of these tracks here in a sec. But just to be frank, I don't think this album is an improvement to Ginger, unfortunately. Although the group does put out some good material here and there. Like I was saying earlier, Buzz Cut, the intro track featuring Danny Brown. The main refrain hook is a bit uninspired here, um, but the brace of flow and presence from Abstract on this track does make up for it a bit, and it's a nice introduction to the track as well as soon as he comes in. The loose synth electronic elements color the track nicely as well, so nice instrumental overall. The track does pick up when Danny's verse kicks in. He's probably the best thing about this track. He does his typical quirky performance and antics that just make the track that much better. But the track is quick. It's not a normal song structure either, so it can feel a bit jerky. We get the lighter vocals towards the end that I guess simmer the track down along with there being some ambience in the instrumental added it just feels inorganic with how the track develops but there are some decent highlights on it next track sort of the same thing uh chain on featuring jpeg mafia um jpeg fits in quite well in this track he sounds technically uh you know advanced with a versatile flow thrown on here um he throws on a great feature uh he's probably the best thing about this track again the hook isn't really doing it that much for me it's not awful just seems like it kind of missed out on some potential and what could have been in place of the chanty nursery rhyme like hook we got uh the beat is a bit minimal as well uh, kevin though does sound a bit like danny brown i don't know if it's intentional or not on this track so I guess the best thing about this track is what's presented in terms of rapping. So uh, at least it has that going for it. Count On Me, more of an R&B-centric kind of track. Honestly, I kind of dug this. Uh, uh, there's a hook on here that's executed with some energy finally, sung nicely um, with a buttery tone on it from various uh, vocalists. I think Lynn on Genius and Sean Mendez is somehow even on here. The verse from So Gone So Flexi, one of the uncredited rappers is quite nice as well on this track. The bubbly electronic elements I'm digging as well. It kind of reminds me of like 2000s pop and R&B. Not a bad track. It's more concise than a lot of the other moments thus far on the track on the album. Bankroll featuring ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg. Didn't quite find this to be a highlight, but there are some. There is a fat, bouncy bass line on this track that's really great. Uh, it's probably one of the more. It's probably the most colorful instrumental thus far on the album. The fluttering and fuzzy synths are nice, but I really feel like we don't get much of a highlight until we skip over the light and we're back at Windows featuring So Gone So Flex. Uh, the track has this slow and sultry nature. I like the change that it provides overall in the context of the album. The auto-tune vocals stylized as 100 Gex at one moment are interesting. Uh, I maybe thought it was a bit pandering, but what are you going to do? It works. 
And there's some exciting rap verses that come about as well. I'm glad that happened on this. There's some obvious Kanye influence, especially towards the midpoint of the track. There's a nice dynamic range on here, too. Uh, one of the better verses overall. The track did have its moments, uh, but it did go on a bit um, more than maybe it should have. There's a bit long of a runtime. Um, I'll Take You On featuring Charlie Wilson. I thought this was not bad, honestly. There's a more upbeat R&B type of flavor to this, especially when we get the the soft, inspired R&B vocals. Maybe some boy band-like style on here being utilized with the clean runs and the sensitivity that's applied to the vocals. It's an exposed track for sure. Not sure how the track fits into the album, but it wasn't the worst thing I heard on here. Uh, old news featuring Bayard or Bard. Um, some more pop centric R&B here. I like the inherent bounce in the track. It happens all throughout, even in the rap verses. Uh, the track does feel natural as well. It, when listening to this, had I not known it was a Brockhampton track, I, honestly, it could have been anyone else. So it's not like it has like this Brockhampton brand to it, which is interesting to hear in the context of the album. It, it's a nice mid tempo jam. I dug it. Um, I will say, uh, from here on out, there are some questionable moments with what's the occasion. Uh, there's a sample on here that's oddly familiar. I'm not sure if I've heard it somewhere. I tried looking up where it's maybe from. Who knows? Maybe it's an original guitar um, sort of instrumental, but it doesn't sound like that to me. Uh, this is more of a stripped down track. I don't like the progression of the track, honestly. It goes into like this force, cathartic uh, nature eventually that goes into like this generic chord progression that's similar to like canon and d uh and it just aims to be very grandiose when it really isn't all that big um so yeah thought this was probably one of the lower points on the album uh when i ball honestly i thought it could have been better uh there's another obviously in kanye influenced track here there's a forced juvenile sound on the hook that's pretty bland as well. I've heard this done a million times before and better most of the time. It honestly feels like a track uh, that's filler, honestly, even though I hate using that word. So I was very indifferent to the track. Uh, Don't Shoot Up the Party was maybe a, a nice little pickup. Um, the album is once again feeling captivating. It's interesting. It has a gun violence message. It's not bad. Kind of sounds like it's trying to lean on like this West Coast aesthetic with the sharp synth line that cuts through the chorus, similar to like Snoop Dogg's Snoop D-O-double-G. Uh, but the track does have a sense of funk to it. It's an interesting track overall. Um, I will say after that, we unfortunately get the worst track I heard, probably from Brockhampton ever. I'm not entirely sure. I'd have to listen to the discography again. Uh, but this track just starts with a very exposed acapella choir type uh, thing going on. It's kind of like in the style of a church hymn. Uh, and I'm just really not fucking with it. It's executed well, but compositionally, it's nothing different. It's just a bit sappy. The snaps are cheesy that are thrown in to add texture to the track. And you can honestly get what you're hearing on here from the local community choir concert, honestly. So yeah, this is the second to the last track. And then after that, we have the light part two, which I honestly thought was a decent way to end the album. There's a mysterious nature and mood on this track when it's introduced. The candid lyrics are nice to hear as well. The rapping has a confessional-like quality to it. I don't necessarily mind the wailing backing vocals either. I like the message on this track. The instrumental is just a bit static, but it's wrapped on top of quite well. Uh, it just seems like there could have been more done with the track. Um, and that's just my honest opinion. By this time, we're at the end of the album, and 
honestly, I don't hate this album. I'm just a bit indifferent to it. I liked the highlights that I dug and the songs that seemed to pick up the pace a bit. But the parts where we get Brockhampton going more into like this Force-sensitive or grandiose nature, uh, where they kind of leave to their bread and butter to the side, which is making good hip hop, um, tracks with a lot of energy and I guess character. Uh, when they leave that behind, we get tracks like, um, dear Lord, or what's the occasion, or we just kind of get some mid tier stuff. Um, but overall, you know, it's, it's not a bad project. I, if I had a rated, I'd get a five out of 10, which basically means I didn't, really think it was bad but that's about it um i really think maybe if you're a brockhampton stand you probably will dig this album overall because i know the fan base is very strong maybe you guys hear something differently than someone like me does i don't know uh i'm not the biggest hip-hop listener either but i do like um you know my go-to artists or my favorite artists over the years as most people that listen to the genre do um, like I said, I appreciate Brockhampton because they kind of deviate away from the generic pop styles that are very uh, saturated in the rap scene right now, and they kind of do their own thing. So I will always appreciate the group for that. Um, but I feel like this uh, album doesn't really stick out in terms of like the overall discography. If I wanted to listen to the band again, I'm probably going to go back to Saturation 1 through 3. Um, and then maybe iridescence. I'd hell, I'd even go back to ginger before that. So that's just my opinion. If you're a fan of hip hop, you're definitely going to get something out of this as well. Like I said, solid features from Danny Brown, JPEG Mafia, some nice uncredited features as well from that so gone, so flex artist that I have to look up now. But yeah, also some nice vocal moments as well from the, you know, the typical crew, like such as Joba and I'm assuming Bareface and whenever the other vocalists show up. So that's something you can take away from as well. The R&B stuff that's on here is not bad as well. There's a pop nature, pop R&B nature to tracks like um, I'll Take You On and then Old News. So there's that going for it. So I don't know. Give the album a listen. I still recommend to anyone to give this album a shot. Um, Whatever I said is just my opinion. It's whatever at that point but if you stuck around with me to the end of the episode thanks for listening uh to the music reviewer podcast if you're on youtube like and subscribe if you dug what you heard if not leave some feedback good or bad and then and then also subscribe on your preferred streaming service that you're listening to this on too um other than that take care of yourselves i'll see you later